Today's Dab is Dab Chavzayin. We left off yesterday in the middle of a sugya. I'm a leader of Simi Bar Ashi Lurak Papa. So let's, let's just, uh, uh, go over the last couple of Dab, the, just the, the principle and what we're going to deal with because this is really one long sugya. We learned, and we're going to go with the halachic opinion of Rabbi Yechonu, that there is a halacha Moshe Misinai that tells me that Let's say you have redundant uh, carbonus. You have redundant animals. And let's say the situation is, let's say the case that we've been dealing with till now, is that uh, in the case of Nazir, where you have to bring funds or animals that should be used at the completion of the Nazirus, so you have your uh, female lamb for your chatas, you have your male lamb for your ola, and you have your ram for your shlomim. Those are three animals that have to be brought, or you put funds aside for them. Now, the rule is as follows, that generally what you would have assumed is, let's say that they had been specified, they had been specified, and then the nazir dies before they could be brought. So you have to do with each animal what it's, what, what you're allowed to do. The chatas animal, there's nothing you can do with. Chatas shemesa balea. So therefore, either it's the funds that be thrown into the Yamamelach, or the animal has to be left to die. Bottom line. Ola could be brought as an Ola, and a Shlomim can be brought as a Shlomim, because they can be brought as Nadavas as well. You're able to discharge them in that particular way, even if the uh, no need for the Nazirus anymore, but they could still be brought. Now, if they are left undesignated, so if they left undesignated, the thought would have been, since there is chatas mixed within them, it doesn't allow you to go ahead and bring it. So then the whole amounts of money would be going liyama melach. Comes along halacha Moshe Misina and says that if you have funds that are unspecified, special special halacha, specifically when there is, we don't get to when there is chatas possibly mixed in it, then the entire amount can be used for Eilas Nedava, for the Kaitzah Mizbeach, when the Mizbeach is at downtime, you can use it and you don't have to throw any of it into the Yamamela, you can use it all for the Kaitzah Mizbeach. That's what the, the Halacha Moshmissina. Then on that came along Rav, and Rav said like this, he said, since Rav Yochanan specified funds, Maos, when it's unspecified money, it has to be specifically either in cash form, that's unspecified, that can be used to purchase the animals for the Kaitsamizbeya, or it has to be an item that can be converted into funds easily. But an animal which cannot be converted, so let's say a person left cows. Cows aren't going to be brought for the Nazirus, they're not specified, because you can't bring them anyway, you would have to, you, you know, you, you would have to sell them, that's not considered to be easily converted, therefore in such a case, that would have a din of mefurashos, that would be the same as if it had been specified, and when it's specified, then it has to go uh, lemiso, it can't be used, it's considered like specified, where it's not easily converted. And that came along uh, Rav Nachman, and he said, I think he's clarifying Rav, he was clarifying Rav, Talmud of Rav. He's saying that when did Rav say animals are considered to be like specified, it's specifically when they're unblemished. Because when they're unblemished, they become kadosh, 
They don't, they become Kaddosh and intrinsic Kedusha, even if they cannot be used, like in this case, cows cannot be used to discharge the Nazirus, but you can't right away sell them. What do you have to wait for? You have to wait for them. To get, that lag time makes it that they're not, there's not liquidity. They cannot be easily converted. Then it's considered to be like Mifurosa. Why do they have to become womb before they can be sold? Because you can't remove a Kedusha Zaguf from an, an animal unless it has a blemish. And it's a special, it's a high level Kedusha, it cannot be removed without a blemish. Now, and you that's... Can, you can't convert that from that point either. So therefore, that's when it's considered like Mephorosis. But if it would be a blemished animal, blemished animals like cash. Easy, there's a market, go sell it, use the money, buy your oilers, and bring it on the kites from his day up, and you have no problem. That is the, that was the position of Rav Nachman. Came along, uh, Right, but, but if he added, he says, but for example, lumps of metal, pieces of, lumps of gold, lumps which are not in uniform amounts or uniform, that takes a lot of time to assess and, 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 and find buyers, that would be considered like mefuroshos, that wouldn't be considered easily converted into money. That's what Rav Nachman left off. And that came along, uh, uh, Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, there was a different Rav Nachman, Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak said, I disagree, I hold that lumps of metal also is easily converted. I don't consider that. However, I will agree that if it is uh, stacks of beams, which are uh, like building materials, that's not easily converted. Because the only person interested in buying that is somebody that's either beginning or in the middle of a job and be able to find such a person. That's not so easy. <coughs> Therefore, that's not easily converted. That would be like Mephoroshos. That would be, have to be destroyed. But uh, that, because that's not considered like ma'os, like money. It has to be money or things that are akin to money that have that liquidity otherwise. But they all had that idea of it has to be something like money. And that, that was the point. Now, what do we consider like money? That was the, with the, in, in the debate inside. Now, Rabbi Simi is going to question the whole premise of these earlier rabbis. And that's where we're going to come across, right? That's where we're going to start today. Amalei Rabbi Simi Barashi, the Rabbi Papa. So Rabbi Simi Barashi asked Rabbi Papa the following question. My Tamayu de Rabbonah. What exactly is the reasoning of the Rabbonah? The Amri, because they say most, that they read into the words of Yechanan when he said the Halacha Moshe Misinah, that if you have Maos, Stumos, specifically the focus was on the fact that it's cash, right? So therefore, according to one opinion, it was Lord Behemoth. Right? Without, whether, with, 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 without a blemish, Rav Nachman explained it. Or the Nasco, it could not be, uh, ingots or, pi- uh, or pieces, long pieces of metal. Alright, and Maos, or it's Maos, the Lois Tavara, Tavara were, were, were beams, planks, piled up beams that are used for construction, right? So he says, that's their position. Now he's going to disqual- disagree with the entire premise. He holds that you cannot put that focus, and, we're gonna, and he's gonna bring a basis for his, why he holds that. He holds that, Stumos is what stumos means. It means it's unspecified or undesignated. And it doesn't matter whether it is in cash form or it is in any other type of form. As long as it is something that is undesignated or unspecified, the halacha Moshe Messinai would apply. And he's bringing this Araya from another area in, 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 in halacha. Now let me tell you exactly what the, what, what, what the proof is so that we'll, we'll be able to understand it when we read it inside. What he's going to say is like this. Let's say you have situations, we talked about three or four scenarios where a person has to bring a pair of birds. 
Now, the case of pair of birds, they both have to be the same species, either uh, Yonim or, uh, or uh, Bnei Yona, right, uh, what's, it, what's it, turtle doves or, or pigeons, they are right, two of the same, right? Now, the, we're going to, based on Psukim, we're going to learn is that there's actually two points where you can designate them. Either the owner at the time of buying, he could either designate, and I tie a string around one of the legs, well, however it is, but definitely, this is going to be my chatas, and this is going to be my ola. Mm. Right? If he does not designate it at the time of purchase, right, then at the time of when the Kohen actually offers the birds, that's the next available time to designate which will be the chatas, which will be the ola. Everybody with me? Alright? Now listen to the question that is being asked. Okay? Says Rav Simi is that if you tell me that there is this concept based on the halacha Moshe Misenai, when do you call something stumos and when do you call it mefuroshos? Again, stumos means undesignated. Mefuroshos means that it's already been designated, right? So now you tell me like this. Based on the rabbis that we learned yesterday, they learned in order for it to maintain its, in, its, its integrity and its flexibility of being stumos, it has to be specifically an item that's either cash or easily transferable. The liquidity is there. It's easily converted into cash. But if it's something that cannot be converted, then even if you didn't designate it, but it's considered to be what? It's considered to be mefuroshes. What does mefuroshes mean? It's considered to be designated, even without being designated. And then it has the downside of that. Because what happens with designated funds when the guy dies, it has to go to Yamamelech, it has to have to die in the case where it's, it's, it's a living item. Now, think about this for a moment. If you tell me that something that is not easily converted does not have a din of stumois, it has a din of mefuroshos, the halacha is birds, blemish doesn't help for birds. means once a bird becomes kadosh, it can never be redeemed. With me on that? A bird, once a bird becomes kadosh, it cannot be redeemed. Which means that it can never be converted into cash. Because you can never redeem it. A bird cannot be converted. Once you made it kadosh, it cannot be converted. So he says, I'm going to ask you a question of here. I understand that if the owner at the time of purchase designated, so this is my chat, this is my ola. Now, if he did not designate it at that time, right? Now, what is the, going to be the status? How logically, how should we view those birds? As stumos or as mefuroshos? No, it can't because it's not convertible into money. Oh. Since it cannot be converted into money because they cannot be redeemed, according yeah, to the right. rabbis that we learned yesterday, they should have a dinner mefuroshos. And if they're considered mefuroshos, now again, it's allocated, designated, I don't know which one is which, but it's very designated. How can the Kohen at the end designated. come and designate? They're already considered that You can only designate something that is stumos. So basically he's asking on the terminology that if the halacha is that stumos can only be things that are easily converted into money, then how can the Kohen at the end on these birds that were not allocated or designated by the uh, owner at the time, how can he at the end designate them if they're considered halachically already designated? Halachically they're not stumos anymore. They're mufaraj because they're not easy. LMI, what do you see? It's a, it's, it's ability to be converted into funds 
plays no role as whether something's considered to be a stuma or it's considered to be mefureshes. Right? You hear the question? Well, trying to knock that whole concept out. And it makes no and difference. He said nothing to do with Nazir right now. No, no, no. This right. is, he, he's it's applying it. Right. He thinks what he calls from the right. right. stuma. All right, so let's see. It's a stuma here. The guy is alive, the bad, right? Again, uh, but it's, we're not, we're not, that's not the point. The point is, what are you defining conceptually? So you, these things, these halachas apply what, to what, what's sosum and what's mefurash. So let it be the tumor, then later on if he makes it for perusha. So but problem. it's not stuma, because if it's not converted, you don't call it stuma, they said. If it can't be financially converted, you can't call it stuma. That was, their, that was the rule they said yesterday. Okay. All right, so let's see it inside. So Gemara says as follows. So he says like this. He says the chitem hachen. So he says like this. That elamato should come out is that most veloifos that money should be able to, which is converted, should expect, should prevent you from being able to now use birds. Birds will not be considered financially as liquidity. Why are birds not considered liquid? Because you can't. You can't sell it because they're You can't return them, right. So they have a birds would be always considered to be mefuroshos, would not be considered stumos. So maybe okay, maybe that's halacha. Maybe that's halacha. Someone put aside birds for any purpose. Maybe it's only applicable it's right. birds. Maybe, no, maybe it excludes birds too. The same way as, oh. as, as building materials are excluded or concerned. Uh-huh. Maybe birds with the other ones. But that's, we see that's not true. El Ahada Amar And what about that which Rabchista taught us? Eina kin misparshos. That the allocation of birds can only be done only at the time of the purchase of the husband, of, of, of the owner. Or Iba Kayan, or at the time, if it wasn't done by the owner at the time, so then sometime later when the Kohen actually is offering them, at that time what could he do? He, he could say, it. bird A is my chatas, bird B is my ola. Now Lachora, according to what we just said, like is that it's only, now we understand, you can only allocate something which is stumas. Something which is mefrosh cannot be reallocated. So how can he allocate them at the end, at the time he's offering them, if they already have lost their status of being stumos because they cannot be stumos because they're not ca- they're not converted into they cannot be converted into money so then we learn out from Maos that stumos have to be something that's liquid so basically Rav Simi is taking the position where's this coming from alright the the, the, uh, the, the no that way it works okay alright <laughs> Alright. So, so. There you go. Oh, uh, so, so the, 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 uh, the, 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 the position of Simi is going to maintain. I disagree completely with all those three, four rabbis yesterday. I say that anything that is undesignated is called stumois, and the capacity of converting it into funds, money, plays no role. Which means that if you have a stack, if you, if you were a nausea and you left a stack of, uh, beans to be, uh, used for your carbonus, that'll be stumos. I don't consider that to be mefurosha, that's stumos. And you'll be able to sell them, take the money, and take six months to sell the final, take six months to sell. And you'll use those money if you pull in a double, become oilless in a double. Not a problem. It means Rabsimi is disagreeing. 
<coughs> with the, the, that, the, that position taken by the rabbis. It means the rabbis yesterday were not arguing fundamentally. They were agreeing fundamentally. They say since Rabbi Yochanan said money that is unspecified, he used the concept of money, it has to be something that is liquid. He's disagreeing with that. He says, well, that anything that's unspecified is unspecified and is not automatically in the Russia. And his proof is, from the case of the birds, that we allow the Kohen to go and designate them at the end, even though that the, halakhically they should be considered mefurashas, not considered stumos. That was the point of Simu was making. Simura says what tamech means now. Rav Papa is pushing back on Rav Simi. Again, he's pushing back on the notion that even non-liquid items, items that are not necessarily that are can be considered. Stumos and not Mefuroshes. Now, what's his point? He says like this, Hadisnan. This Gemara is technical, they, and, and obviously you see a small Gemara and you see big the commentaries on it, but let's just go through and, and what he wants to bring a proof. Okay, this is a Mishnah later on Memhe. Alright? The case over here is the person uh, uh, went and designated, he said, I want these three animals for my korbanus. But he never said specifically, this one's going to be the chatas, this one's going to be the ola, this one's going to be the shlomim. Right? However, there's a caveat over here. However, one was a male lamb, one was a female lamb, and one was a ram. Okay? Now, what we're going to see, the halacha over here is, is that they're unblemished animals, right? They're unblemished animals, which means, according to, according to uh, the, uh, the, 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 the the opinions yesterday, they would have a status of mefuroshos. Mefuroshos means they're considered like designated because they're unblemished. But according to what Shrapsimi said over here, what should be the status? Since you did not specifically say, I want this to be my chattas, this to be my ola, this to be my shlomim, what should the status of these animals be? They're undesignated. Undesignated, okay, right. Now, what's the halacha over there? So it says like this, let's read inside. It's not, Roshim Gamliel Oymer, Hevi Shalosh Behemoth, person bought three animals, he's a nausea, right? Below Piresh, Haru'i Lachatas, Tekrav Chatas, Laola Tikrav Ola, Lishlomim Tikrav Shlomim. He never said that the male animal that should be my Ola should be the Ola. The female animal which should be my Chatas, and the ram should be my Shlomim. He never said it, never allocated, right? So therefore, so, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't read this correctly. Below Piresh, stop. Below Piresh, and he did not designate it. What happens now, even though he did not designate it, right? Doesn't matter. You automatically, meaning you don't need to have a designation. You can automatically just offer them based on their gender, based on the uh, species, you can go ahead and offer it. You can figure it out based on... Right. Now, says the Quran like this. If you tell me that an unblemished animal is considered to be already like allocated, then I understand why you don't need to have a new declaration. Because anyway, it's considered to be... Halachic is considered mefuroshos. And therefore, normally mefuroshos means it messes you up. But here it doesn't have to mess you up because since the gender and the species indicate what you're supposed to do. You can go in and bring it. But if you hold like Rav Simi that 
an unblemished animal is considered to be stumos, then what before you offer it, what should you still have to go ahead and do? Designate. You should have to be at the designation. So therefore, the fact that no declaration of designation is required, this would seem to hold that since they're unblemished, they're considered mefurashos, and that's why you don't have to make the declaration. But according to Rav Simi, why don't you have to make a new declaration? That's the question that Rav Papa's book pushing back on Rav Simi. So am I, why can they just be brought that way without a specific declaration or designation? According to your position of Simi, an unblemished animal is not considered like an allocated or designated animal. It's considered undesignated. If it's undesignated, it should not be able to be brought without a specific designation. So Amar lay. So this is what Rav Simi is pushing back to defend himself against Rav Papa. So he says like this. Hossam, he says like this. Let, let, me, let, me, let me explain it outside and then see it inside. What he's going to say is follows. He's going to say that there's a big difference between the case of the, the two birds, right? The two birds that were not designated by the... The two birds that were not designated by the owner where the Cohen goes along and designates them, right? That was his proof, right? That was his proof. You see that it has a status of being undesignated because if it's considered designated, then the Cohen should not be able to go ahead and reallocate them, right? So there's a big difference between that case and the case over here of the animals. What's the difference? He says, in the case where a guy designated two birds, uh, you know, I'm going to say, he, he, uh, he, 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 he set aside two birds, right? He never said which is going to be my chatas, which is going to be my olam. Each bird could either be the chatas or could either be the ola because the nature is they're exactly the same. One could be the chatas. That means that it's considered to be unspecified. If it wasn't done by the owner, it's considered to be undesignated and unspecified until what? Until the Kohen goes ahead and does it. Because if the Kohen doesn't go ahead at that point and redesignate or at least allocate them, then I'm not going to know which is my chatas, which is my ola. He said, in the case of the animals... Even if you hold that normally unblemished animals are considered to be undesignated, it does not require the Kohen before offering them to go ahead and allocate and make the declaration. Why not? What's the difference? Because here, the female lamb cannot be brought as the Ola. Why can't it be brought as an Ola? Because an Ola has to be male. And the male lamb cannot be brought as... The chatas, because the chatas be female. And neither of them can be brought as the shlamim, because the shlamim has to be a ram. So therefore, in this particular case, I hold, you're right, even though normally unblemished animals could be viewed as stumas, but here they don't require a new declaration, because the nature of what they are is what allows it to be brought without another declaration. That's the difference between the two cases. That's the other thing. So listen to this. <coughs> it's awesome. It's actually a lakhah. Is the right gear said in the Pasuk. It says, means at the time of purchase, Echad Chatas, Echad Oila. Or also Echad Chatas, the Kayan brings it. The designation is required even at that point or at that point. Big Amarachmano. Either the Kikas Bailin, either it's done by the purchase of the owners, or even see as Kayan, or by the time of the Kohen, it brings it. Right? That's required over there because you don't know which is going to be Machatas, which is going to be because each one is interchangeable. So Hachanami, so here too, in the case of the animals, where the person designated three different types of animals, Mimat is Amrit, are you going to be able to say that Hadin the Chatas, 
that the animal of the chatas should be brought for the ola and uh, and or the one for the ola for chatas. You can't make that mistake over here. Why not? Because one has to be male, one has to be female, which means it is self-evident. Even without a declaration by the Kohen, it is self-evident that what? That the male is going to be the Ola, the female is going to be the Chathas, and the ram is going to be the Shlomah. So basically, Rav Simi is still sticking to his guns. He holds that convertibility to, with there's such a word, to uh, money is not a, uh, it is not a determinant of whether or not it's considered to be a stuma or it's considered to be foreshes. It's considered to be a stuma as long as it wasn't allocated, where you need allocation. Well, you don't need allocation because of the species, whatever tells it, then you don't have to go ahead and do it like we just learned. But otherwise, it's going to be stuma, even if it's not an item that's easily convertible, that has liquidity. Whereas the other Chachamim disagreed with that, they held no. They hold, as, as in the case we're going to see right now, that an animal that is unblemished, the guy went they had and designated three cows for my Naziris, they're unblemished. And the guy dies, all three cows are going to have to be left to die. Why? Because they're not, the Halacha Mosh that says that you can take the funds and use it for Olas Nadova have to be specifically items that are similar to cash, and the three cows that are unblemished are not similar to cash, according to them. According to uh, Rav Simi, he disagrees. He says, you'll wait until they get blemished, and then you'll sell, and then you'll use the funds, because liquidity does not play a role. That is his position. Now, let's go on. So it says as follows, Masiv Rav Amunah. Rav is going to be asking a question really on Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman, who explained Chat and Rav, that an animal is not considered to be a stumo because there's no liquidity, specifically where it has no blemish. That was the ruling that he had. Now, what is he going to ask a question? So he says like this, Mi Amrina, do we really hold like Rav Nachman wanted to explain in Rav that Behema Balas Mum, that if an animal has a blemish, Kestuma damio. So then it is considered kestuma. He said the distinction with an animal is that when it has a blemish, it's easily sold, and then it's considered like a stuma. If it has no blemish, then it cannot be easily sold, and therefore it's considered like mefureshes. That was the distinction that was made by Rav Nachman. He's going to ask a question on that. But in order to understand the question, we need to know a Mishnah and a Brisa that is left, uh, that is le- later on. Right. We've been saying till now, you cannot pick up the obligations of one Nazir and apply it to another Nazir. It means one Nazir had Karbonus and he dies. Well, let's go find another Nazir. No, you can't do that. That, that, you can't do it. The, 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 the Karbonus were designated specifically for a certain person have to be used for that person. We're going to see, it's Allah Moshe Misina, we're going to see a very interesting Oh, based on Psukim, we'll see a uh, ruling that's going to be uh, uh, coming, uh, uh, that we're going to be learning from a Mishnah later on, and it's elucidated in the Bryce. So what's the case? Listen very carefully to this distinction, because that's what we're going to be reading now. If a father says, I want to be a Nazir, and puts aside either funds or Korbanus for the Nazirus, and then dies, right? A son can come along and say, I want to be a Nazir and use the Korbanus that I'm inheriting from, or the funds that I'm inheriting from my father to discharge that Nazirus. So even though we said normally you cannot use Nazirus of A to discharge Korbanus of B, there is one case where that can be done, is where the son, after, this is important, after the father died, 
specifically makes himself into a Nazir to be able to, and he makes on condition that he should be using what? The Korbanus of the dead father for to discharge his Nazirs. However, and this is what the Bryce is, uh, is, is, is going to say, however, that is not true, is let's say concurrently, simultaneously, the father made himself into a Nazir, the son made himself into a Nazir, then the father dies. The son says, you know, why should I go ahead and bring my own korbanus? Let me just use the korbanus of... There he cannot use the korbanus of the father. Why? Because at the time he made himself a nazir, the father was still alive. So his nazirus required its own obligation of korbanus. So he cannot go ahead now and say, I want to use those. The only time he can go ahead and say, I want to use those is if the father has died already, and he's only making himself a nazir with the condition that what? That those animals are going to be That's it. That's the Mishnah and the Raisa that we're going to be reading. From that, we're going to ask a question. Now, let's see what the question is going to be. So, let's read this inside. Now, the Girsagir is, there's clearly a piece of this that is missing. And the Rishonim and the Bach, they all try to figure, read it in, because the first part is missing, and I'm going, to, I'm, I'm going to read it in to make sense with you. So, let's see. So, more says like this. Tashima, come and listen. Kate said Amru, under what circumstances did they say, Haish Megaleh al Nazirus Avid, that a person is allowed to uh, discharge his Nazirus, to shave and bring his Korbanus with the Korbanus of his father? Now, the problem over here, the way the Gemara actually reads, is the case where he's not allowed to do it. That's what. So, therefore, I'm, the way it should read is as follows. Bizman. Shehaya Aviv Nazir. Right? The way to read, when the father was, the way, the right way to read is, his father was a Nazir, and the father went and, uh, and, and put aside, designated money, right, for his own Nazirus, the mace, right? And then the son shows up and says, that I want to be a Nazir with the condition that what? That what am I going to be using? The Korbanas of the Father. However, now go back to, because now this is the second part of the piece of it. But, but it was a time when he and his father concurrently Concurrent means at the same time, right? Yeah. It means at the same time they were Nazirim, the Hibrish Aviv Mars and Nazirosov, the Mace, and he put money aside for the Nazirus, and then he died. So in this case, even if he says, Amar, Areni Nazi, Amashikalech, Almas Abba. Now again, how reads a little but he's already made himself into a Nazir. But he wants to use his father's funds for his own Nazirus, he's not going to be able to do that here. Why is he not going to be able to do that? Because he already made himself into a Nazir when his father was still alive. So what do you do with the funds of the father? That's the key piece over here. So you can't use those funds. So what do you do with the father's funds? Now let's talk about this for a moment. So what would we say you do? No, What's that? So let's let's see. That depends on what the father did with them. Let's see. So now, so how you lomostumois? If the father put the money aside as undesignated, so the son can't use it. But it's not a complete write-off. Why? Because you can use those money. Yiplu lenadava. That's fine. Like you said. Why? Because the money was undesignated. Now, what happens if he never put aside? 
money. Let's say he put aside animals. So let's say he put aside animals which are designated, right? Like we saw before. <coughs> the rams of the two lambs, right? So what happens in that case? So the one that is the female lamb, that's the chatas. What can you do with that one? Nothing. That one has to be left to die. Thomas. The Ayla, the male lamb, Tikrav Ola, that can be brought as an Ola, because it can be brought as an Adava. And the Shlamim, Yikravu Shlamim. Okay, now, listen to what the, the, the steps over here in order to understand. What the Gemara is going to make the following analysis. You have two, you're contrasting two different things the Father put aside there. Either he put away, he put aside money, Right? And if the money was put aside undesignated, it's Yiplu Nadovo. Right? Or he put aside animals. And we said when he put aside animals, we no longer have the din of Yiplu Nadovo. You have to do with each animal what can be done with it. And the Chatas is going to have that right. Now, think about this for a moment. The Bryson never made a distinction that are the animals that were put aside were they blemished or unblemished. The Bryson never made a distinction between, it jumped right away from either you put aside money, right? As long as the money wasn't designated Yiplu Nedovo, or it says you put aside animals. And when it says you put aside animals, it was no longer Yiplu Nedovo. There you had to either, the, the, the Chatas goes Lamisa, the old, right? It never said, but never made a distinction between whether the animals were blemished or unblemished. Which the Gemara therefore understands. The reason why you did not make a distinction must be it makes no difference that once you've been put aside the animals, if you put aside the animals, whether it's blemished or unblemished, automatically it's got a din of mefuroshos. And if it's got a din of mefuroshos, you don't have the same halacha that's possible by the money. Which by the case of the money, there's a case of possible of Yippul and Adobo. By the animals, you don't have that option. Therefore, it never made a distinction between whether the animals are blemished or unblemished. And this is a kasha on Rav and Rav Nachman, on, on the opinion we had before, that by animals, there's this, this distinction between blemished and unblemished. We see over here, there's no, because the bride did not give that distinction, means there is no such distinction, that you never say Yippul and Adobo by animals. Yippul and Adobo is only possible by money. That's the question that the Gemara is asking. Let's read it inside. It says Tikra Ola, meaning that it is... No, Ola means it. It's only that one. That that one animal can come as an Ola. But not that the whole that the whole thing is Yippul and Adobo. Yeah, but it says Ola. It means it fits to go to Ola. It can't be Balmud. Why not? Why not? Sell it. You could sell sell it and use it for an Ola. Balmud. So it's like this. So therefore... So says the Gemara, my love, I feel about us. I'm giving you the lumbus behind why the Gemara assumes that the case over here is even if it is a Baal Mum. Because we never made a distinction between the animals being a Mum and not a Baal Mum. Moses says, like, why make that assumption? The, the Brysa was specifically referring to what kind of animals? We're talking about animals that were unblemished. So if they're unblemished, then if they can be brought, what are they be brought? But if all the animals would be blemished, if all the animals were blemished, there would be a possibility of them being deemed unspecified 
They could be viewed as being unspecified, and they could be sold. And what would you do with all of the proceeds? The Gemara says like this: Avabalas mum but if it may be Baalus Mum, then what are you going to tell me? Then you would have a Dinah Stuma. It's possible if they are Baal Mum, it could be considered undesignated. Ask Zenora Gaval the We know that when Tanoim speak, right, they give the maximum boundaries of the Halochas. They give you the biggest Kiddush of the Halochas. Now, if you're telling me that a Baal Mum can also be Yiplum and Adoba, because consider like a Mum, why did the Tana start talking about specifically if it's money, it's Yiplum and Adoba? You should have made a bigger Chiddush, not just if it's money, Yiplum and Adoba. What case should have given of Yiplum and Adoba? Even in a case where it is unspecified Baal Mum. So why did it give a case of, specifically of money Yiplun Adoba? Should have given the case of Balmum Yiplun Adoba. So my area most, why discuss specifically money? Lema Haisula Behema Balas Mum. Should have said the case, if the animal is a Balas Mum, then Yiplun Adoba. That's what it should have said Yiplun Adoba. So Gemara says like this, I agree with you. Let me tell you the answer outside and we'll finish with this today because the next part's a long price that continues tomorrow. That, what's going to say, Gemara's going to say is like this. The Tana felt, was so partial to the Tana, that if an animal has a mum, what can you do with the money? It converts into, uh, converts into money. So when it says in the case, if you have money, it's Yippul and Adava, he incorporated in that, he understood the Tana was understanding. It's only the kind of case of an animal with a mum, because an animal with a mum is considered to be, according to the Tana, also considered to be like money. So therefore, that's why he didn't have to make a distinction of an animal with a moon, because that's included in the case of money. That's the shot over here. So when it says like this, Hachanami, you're right. Baalus mum lemai kadisha. When a person consecrates a baal mum, what's the whole purpose? If you consecrate a baal mum, there's only one outcome. What do you want to have? It's it's may to convert it to money. So therefore, kadisha uh, it's may. So the may dummy. So therefore, hainamut. That is what it means, money. When he said, the Tana said that if it's money, yiplunadava, he incorporated into the case of all things that are considered money. What's considered money? An animal of blemish. So the Maksha, the one asking the question, was contrasting, why do you jump from money to animals and make no distinction between blemish and non-blemish? The answer to that is, is that the Tana who said money was incorporated in the case of money, the case that when the animal has a mum, that's included in it, that's why. So therefore that answers that question. So the original question we were asking on the sheet, they want to make a distinction between an animal with a blemish and an animal without a blemish, the Tarot says, though, you see there's no distinction made, the Tarot says, there is a distinction. So why isn't that distinction made? Because we're so partial to the Tana of the Bryce that when you talk about money, an animal with a blemish is considered money, there was no need to speak out the difference with an animal with a mum. Obviously the case with the, the next case, we're talking about an animal without a mum. Jim, we'll stop over here because it starts a new sugya and, and, uh, and, and continues tomorrow. We'll continue with it. Everyone have a wonderful day.